A legendary name in hardcore supplementation. Iron Mag Labs. 100% original, patent-pending Andro Compound. The most effective, hardcore, groundbreaking, bodybuilding supplements in the world. In the world. Iron Mag Labs. Revolutionizing hardcore supplementation for more than a decade. Visit IronMagLabs.com. IronMagLabs.com. Welcome back to Central Bodybuilding. I'm your host, Jeff Roberts, and I'm here as always with my co-host, Matt White. What's up, Matt? What's going on, Jeff? You know how we always start the show off with something weird or, or unusual or something that has nothing to do with bodybuilding? Yeah, generally we do. Guess what I just got done doing? Oh, I can't guess. Yeah, You, you probably wouldn't guess this one. Finger painting. No shit. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a funny way to start it. No, it was it was funny. My my kid wanted to paint, and I'm like, "What do you want to paint with?" He goes, "My fingers." Yeah, well, okay. What the hell? Why not? So we finger painted. So does that mean you didn't have finger paints? No, we did. We have the oh, okay. the you know the actual. It's, it's all marketing, but it's the uh, water based finger painting. You know, tools and paint itself, and uh, the special paper and, and all of that stuff. So yeah, we were good to go. But yeah, I, I yeah. didn't know what he wanted to do. I didn't know if he wanted to use his brush or or whatever. Kid's pretty creative, and he was like, "Nah, my fingers." Okay, cool. Have at it. Yeah, just how you said, like, "Oh, I want to." He wants to paint with his fingers. You're like, "Well, we, okay, we'll do it." It sounded almost as if you weren't prepared, and you had to just like. <laughs> I was like, do you use real paint? Because <laughs> no, cause sometimes he likes painting with, with brushes. And, I mean, he's only two. But, you know, he loves to to paint and draw and, and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can't tell what the heck it is. He's, he's two. But, you know, just the imagination that he has that he wants to paint. And then he's telling me, you know, what all he's drawing. And But, yeah, tonight he wanted a finger paint. So I'm like, all right, kid, let's have at it. Nice. Good stuff. Um, yeah, so... I guess we're gonna we're gonna flip flop here pretty hard from finger painting and go into well not really not really these same people probably finger paint true true <laughs> and then call it some sort of badass uh, life improving whatever you know yeah these uh these guys Rich Piana is going to make our show once again uh, even yeah. though none of us are neither of us are too fine to Rich Piana but I don't know I, he obviously uh, gives us something to talk about that's that's for sure. So, I mean, I don't really have to explain it. Everyone's seen this bullshit. I mean, Rich Panic takes an extra large dump, and everyone knows about it in our industry. And he, they're at this, I mean, him and uh, his crew, his his crew, you know, the five percenters, and this guy who, as far as I knew, I mean, I'm no Rich Piana expert, but I thought these guys were like best buddies. Because in the stupid videos that I was watching before that we talked about, the uh, Bigger by the Day videos, he had this guy over named Mack Truck. And they, they would hang out and go to the gym and compare their shoes and who spent more on their watch and just, you know, being idiots. And 
they would train. And he was there. He was on there like pretty commonly, probably more commonly than any other guest besides that creature he was with. Um, and so I, I figured, you know, they're, they're best, they're boys. And then now I don't know how much, how long it's probably been like what, almost a year since that crap. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's now he's seen on this video, and Mack Truck apparently he's got his own crew now, which is okay. Okay, and they they, they call themselves MC for Mack Truck, which is like just seems so like that. That seems like something that would be in a prison, in like you know, like a, a prison where there's no money, like a, a prison in the middle of fucking India or something. That's what would happen in there. But yeah, and they're fighting on camera. And there's the actual video. I mean, it's not like it's not like I don't know. You have a theory on it um, because they pretty much show everything because there's a million people there with cell phones. So you see like one guy jumping on another. They're yelling, barking back and forth, you know, whatever. Uh, and then, you know, you have a theory. I had a th- I had a theory. Then you had a theory. Um, g- go ahead and give me your theory, because actually I, I hadn't really thought of this, but it's uh, I might actually agree with, you now. my my theory is it's it's staged. It's all a PR stunt. Um, we all know that, you know, some people love Rich Piana, some people hate Rich Piana. Uh, you know, my personal belief is as a businessman, obviously he, he knows what he's doing. He sells product, he moves product off shelf, but you know, for the industry, like he's the complete opposite of, of what we're trying to do in this industry. And he knows that. So in order to stay relevant, he's got to do stupid stuff to get his name out there. So in my head, I mean, I'll be honest, I had no idea who Mack Truck was. I, I didn't watch his, his videos in the past, so I was getting messages on, on Facebook and text saying, hey, uh, what do you think of this fight with Rich Piana? You know, I'm hoping, you know, he gets knocked out, and obviously when I saw the video, he's not. But I had my hopes up, and, and all it was was a graze. And I thought to myself, huh, this is kind of odd. And and they're like, so what do you think of Mack Truck? You you think uh, this is like the new beef, you know, Rich Piana, Mack Truck? And I'm going, I, <laughs> I'm i thinking of the actual Mack Truck, M-A-C-K, you know, the ones that you see driving up and down the roads. And I'm thinking, oh, OK, so he decided to go toe to toe with a truck. That's that's weird. And and I watched it. And I'm like, I have no idea who this hey, guy is. Put it past him. So I'm. Yeah, <laughs> true. So. Uh, I'm I'm going back and forth with a few people in the industry who you know they're they're like a, a media outlet so to speak and and they're trying to put information out and they're trying to get information from me and I don't know what it is I mean I have no idea who this guy is I wasn't there I didn't see it I'm only going off of the videos that I've seen and and what people have been saying but I, I think it's all show I don't think any of this is is real and I think it'll go on it, it just it's too convenient that. They're mouthing off. All of a sudden, everybody's cell phones come out. Everybody's crew all of a sudden puffs out their chest and comes up. I mean, it's like something out of the Wild West where, you know, they're lining up for like a, a showdown. You know, they're going to come out guns blaring. And and it's just – it's odd that if Mack Truck didn't like Rich Piana and he wanted to literally screw him up pretty bad, uh, he had his opportunity. Rich was behind his freaking booth rope. Rich wasn't going to jump across – and, you know, start smacking this dude around like like he did, uh, you know, some other people. And it's 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 just too convenient. I mean, he's Mack truck is, you know, he didn't lean into the punch. He barely grazed rich. I, I think it's all all PR. And, you know, afterwards, the fight and 
all of a sudden everybody's going up on social media with what happened, meaning Mack Truck and his crew, and then uh, you know some guys from Rich Piana's crew are, are doing videos. It's it's just way too convenient. I mean, obviously you had a different view than I did, um, but but that's that's what I think. I think it's all PR. See what this really comes down to is, are these guys very smart or very stupid? If your theory is correct, they're very smart. If my theory was correct, uh, it's not really a theory. Like I don't believe it, uh, especially after listening to your case. I don't really. I'm not too confident in it because I think what you say makes a lot of sense. Um, especially with it being at an expo, like eh, the best place in the world to get it like publicized, like it's everywhere, you know, and it has all these different little channels of all different people who got it on their camera showing everybody on every fucking, you know, Facebook in America. So I think that if, if that's, is that the if that is the case, they're, they're brilliant for that. However, my first thought of the whole thing, cause obviously I don't think, I'm not really the biggest Rich Piano fan. I, I think he's terrible for the sport. I think even if he's an act, which I don't think he is, it's it's I don't see how it's good. And I hate how everyone else in the industry thinks they have to love him. And like everyone else says their best boat. It's like, I don't know. And when, if, if this guy was not in our industry, if he was in a different industry, he was in Hollywood or something, every single person in our industry would say they hate him. But because he's in our industry, they, they feel like they have to, like, defend him, which, you know, is, is, is annoying. Uh, so I, I just think he – these this is how they are. You know, they, they fight and they, they swear and they do all this stuff. I, I just felt like this kind of makes sense because they're just that, – that's, that's kind of their, their style, the way that they, they garner popularity and shock by – doing things that are essentially wrong, uh, just being how you shouldn't be, you know, being the anti-hero, so to speak. Uh, I mean, it just, it made sense to me. I'm like, you know, it looks like a, a Rich Piana, you know, bullshit moment, moment like he always has. No different than when he slapped, um, what's his name? Uh, Jason Genova. Yeah, I was trying to figure out his name and I, and I said, you know, the other guy. Yeah, sort of the same, sort of the same idea. Uh, but the reason, the other thing that comes to mind, I think, Based on that, I do think your theory is more sound. However, the one thing that I have a hard time getting past in regards to it being, like, fake um, is the fact that, like, like that guy who b barreled in and tried to kick the other guy and stuff, I mean, that fighting looked genuine to me. That did well, he's, not look... He's an actual MMA guy. That I mean, guy's an actual MMA fighter. He threw and that he, kick, and he like... both his knees. I mean, he, he didn't even come close to, to, no. to kicking him, but he... He threw that kick like crazy. Now, if this is a real fight, and this guy's a real, uh, you know, UFC competitor, this is like the best thing I've ever seen. Like some fucking douchebag trying to use his training for like personal horseshit, and he just gets himself completely messed up. Like I think that's awesome. But I'm not saying that MMA fighters wouldn't beat up like take normal guys. Like obviously they would uh, handily. But in this situation, it's like it's just not the place to do it. In other words. Um, well, here's here's the thing that I don't understand. If if anybody watched the video response from Mack Truck, I mean, it, it's like these guys came straight out of Compton. I mean, and you know, I don't want to generalize and and say everyone from Compton is like this, but you know, <laughs> listening to Mack Truck talk, he sounded like one of the most unintelligent people that I've ever heard speak in my life. 
and he's, he did these weird motions at the end and this car, 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 car or something like that. KKK. I don't know what the hell he was saying, but I was just like, what, what is he saying? I can't understand anything that's coming out of his mouth. And, you know, <laughs> it, it literally sounded like a, a whole bunch of fighters. Like it, they don't belong in this industry at all. You know, I don't care if people hate me for saying that these clowns do not belong in the industry at all. They, they don't represent anyone other than Rich Piana in this industry. Nobody else acts like that. Nobody else looks like they came straight out of Compton. They talk like they're in a gang and a thug. You know, they, they talk about hitting people and, and you know, oh, well, you know, he, he had his chance to to step up and, you know, he's talking shit and blah. And like, what? Like, what industry are we in? We're in, like, the health and fitness and supplement industry. I don't know where you came from prior to – you know, jumping on board with Rich Pian and 5%, which their whole crew is a joke to begin with. But, you know, now now we're having, you know, these little hoodlums in our industry. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand where this industry is going. But it's going to hell if this is the direction that we're going. Yeah, I agree with you, which is the, I mean, the exact reason why I don't really like Rich Piana or any of these type of guys. It's just, you say there's no one else that acts like that. Well... Thank God, you know, I mean, if, if this is the going to be not the face of the industry, but you understand what I'm saying, like a face of the industry, then it would it would beg it, you, you would assume that there are going to be more people like that in the future, you know, because if that's if that's what people are watching and that's what they're tuning into, whatever, then I mean, people are going to, you know, emulate that eventually. So I that that's why I don't like them. I don't want that to happen, but. You know, like what I was saying, though, the only thing that I think is, I mean, I just, I, I, that fighting looked real to me. And I don't think if they were smart enough to, you know, concoct this whole thing, I think they'd be smart enough to realize that, like, like you said, the guy's actually hurt. Like, why would they, act, like, nobody should have been hurt if it was fake. Like, there's no way, it, like, in other words, if they just came up to each other and they yelled and screamed and just pushed a little bit and were broken up. I think it would be an equally big story. I don't think it would be any smaller of a story than the footage of them kicking and kind of wrestling on the ground. I just don't see how that that extra piece of it is in any way necessary to what the you know perceived goal would be. You know, becoming, uh, getting out there more or whatever, getting Mack Truck famous. Which, if your theory is correct, that's what this would all be about. It would be you know continuing the Ridge Piana, you know, whatever, and getting Mack Truck, because now Mack Truck's a person. Nobody knew who he was in the industry four days ago, and now pretty much everyone knows who he is. So, but I don't know, what, what do you think, why would they, do you really think it adds anything to the the effect of the act if they, act, like somebody, like that guy got hurt, you know, I just don't know, an MMA fighter who has stuff to lose, I feel like, unless it was an accident, but that well, seems he... unlikely too. Here's here's my take on that. We're going off of what this guy said. So is he adding drama to the already right. BS that they created? Maybe. I mean, I I don't know who the guy was who was this said MMA fighter. Um, I saw a kick and then he I saw him really, get his ass beat. He looked really so, big for an MMA fighter. <laughs> he was very big for for an MMA fighter, but. You know, I don't understand if you're an MMA fighter, you're putting yourself in positions and situations that are a lot worse than what 
an industry uh, expo fight would be. And so I, I'm not quite sure if you're an athlete and you're you know trained and you're in the MMA, how do you break two knees? Somebody explain right. that to me. I mean, right. unless somebody literally came up and they wanted to mess you up and they kicked you in the knee both. Again, I don't understand this. They say they said that he uh, he uh, like broke both knees or something ridiculous. How, how does that happen? I, I right. don't I don't understand at all. Uh, so I think it's just adding to the drama. I'm I'm not necessarily buying that this guy is hurt. I mean, he went from throwing a kick to being on the floor to what sounded like audio of of him moaning and crying to like in no time looking like he's in uh, you know some room somewhere taking a like a selfie snapchat whatever type of video facebook live or something saying yeah you know i I messed up both my knees and blah 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 and i'm gonna have to rehab and i'm gonna get back but this isn't over this is just the beginning you know i'm gonna find you and, and all that like who like i it's just like a bad fight movie like you got two gangs that are going at it, but it's you know some terrible, uh, you know writer scripted this whole thing up. It's none of it makes sense. You have two guys who were friends now feuding. You got an MMA fighter who gets his ass beat. You have a uh, basically a bitch slap to Rich Piana. Yeah, I mean Mack Truck didn't even hit him. So this whole you know piano got slugged or sucker punched or whatever first off they were squared up it's not a sucker punch rich could have hit him he uh, you know mac truck could have hit him harder uh but mac truck he didn't even lean into the punch it was like he was fading away as he was throwing the punch so you know i'm not necessarily buying this whole you know they're fighting and feud and there was this fight i mean don't i'm not saying that uh that they weren't actually fighting I mean, I, I saw a few, you know, punches and stuff thrown from different people and it definitely looked like they were fighting, but you know, I I have seen worse, you know, choreographed, uh, you know, WWF and WWE wrestling matches where it was a million times worse than, than what they were doing at the expo, but I'm, I'm not buying it. I think it's, I still think it's staged. I think none of it is real. I think it's it's a PR move for Mack Truck to get his name out, whether Rich Piana knew it or not. Um, I'm not completely sold on that theory either, that this wasn't just something that Mack Truck thought up, because it's too convenient that all of a sudden after the fight, Mack Truck has you know his crew... And they're doing a video about what happened and what took place and a sucker punch. And it wasn't a sucker punch. And, and you know, everyone all of a sudden has videos up way too quick, way too quick. I don't I don't understand that. No word from Rich. Um, I know Dave Palumbo said that he was going to have Rich Piana on uh, one of his shows. And I've yet to see that. So I don't know if Rich is now all of a sudden refusing to do it um, or, or what the case is. But. I'm not. I'm not buying any of this. So I think it's one of two things: either both of them, being uh, Rich Piana and Mack Truck, were in on it, and they're both doing it for PR, or Mack Truck did it just to get his name out because he was kind of, you know, Rich's, I guess, boy, you know, from what people were saying, and you know, somehow they they parted ways. Mack Truck felt that, you know, he was kind of, um, you know, being shaded by. 
by Rich and he wasn't getting, you know, what he deserved, the time that he deserved in front of the camera and the recognition and stuff. So he decided to leave to start his own thing. But it's just odd that all of a sudden Mack Truck has his own apparel going. Everybody on his crew has um, that MT logo on their shirts and, and everyone's around. I think it's PR. I think that's all it is. Whether both of them were in on it or Mack Truck did it on his own just to get his name out. I don't know, but I'm not buying that it's it's a legit fight at all. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking about as as you say this, I'm thinking about what you're saying, and I think the more I the more I think about it, I think you're correct. I think it is a big fake thing because you know another thing that's popping into my head now is, uh, I I once saw one of the very few Boston Lloyd videos I've seen was about uh, or not about, but had Rich Piana stuff in it and. One, one thing that Boston said about Rich is that nothing, he's completely fake. He said he's the fakest guy in the entire industry. Like, even he says even in his training videos, he's not actually training. He's like, so in other words, you know how when he does a training video, it's like, you may, may not have even seen one. He like only, it's like any training video. He only f- films a few, he doesn't film every set, you know. He only films some of it. So he's saying those are the only sets he does and the weight is all fake. He's like, his grimacing and everything is all fake. He said it's complete fakeness, all of it. Which plays right along with what you're saying. If it is a complete fake uh, publicity stunt. And I actually think it is. I mean, now that I think about it, it just seems... There's a lot of things that are... Just seem too good to be true, you know? The guy getting hurt is just another, like... It makes it... It makes it... It, it does something to the story. The guy actually being hurt. Because it makes you think, oh... If nobody got scratched, it's different than someone getting hurt because you could say, well, next time someone might get hurt. And if someone, if next time someone might get hurt, the story for the next time it happens comes, becomes way greater, you know? So now you have that, oh, is who's going to get knocked out? Who's going to break an arm or whatever? Because you already had that guy get hurt. So I, I, I think look at Rich's look at the last year of what happened with Rich. I mean, just think, when when did I come on and and start co-hosting with you? Was that maybe March or April, maybe? Yeah, somewhere in there. I, I can't remember. It's it's somewhere in there, either either March or April. Yeah, I can't. Remember and and from that time until right now, Rich has slapped around Jason Genova, gotten to a uh, you know a, a verbal fight with Boston Lloyd. Now he's gotten into a fight with Mack Truck, and I'm sure there's stuff in between there. Oh, he got divorced. Um, yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's it's almost like no, all this stuff is hold written on. out and scripted. He has the other thing with the other guy, with the other MMA guy. You forgot who? That who? fucking I don't know his name. Well, what's his name? He it's a big oh feud. oh the guy he wanted to fight and he put up money. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Profit there's, there's muscle. So many things. Profit muscle. That's him. Yeah, whoever the hell that is. But it's it's almost like a, a bad script. Like, what's what's the next thing that's going to happen? Is he going to fake his own death? Is he going to get rolled up on and, and there's going to be a drive-by? And and I hate to even joke about that, but, but what else could he possibly do? I mean, look at the news these days and with the stupid shit that's going on in the world these days. I wouldn't put it past Rich to to have something stupid happen. You know, whether something does happen in real life 
or or he just you know he's he got caught in the middle of a gunfight and you know he had to hit the ground and you know a bullet grazed him or whatever it's like it's it's like what's the next skit gonna be i don't i don't buy anything that rich is doing in this industry and and i will i will debate anybody on on rich piana i would love to hear from somebody who is is legit in this industry that is a friend a close friend not a facebook friend or a twitter friend or a youtube friend you're not a friend you're just a follower i want to hear from a friend who has a reputation a good reputation and is legit in this industry to talk about rich piana and be 100% honest. I can guarantee there's not one soul out there who will say that Rich is 100, you know, 100% legit and all of this shit's not just part of his little skit because he needs to stay relevant in the industry. That's the only way that he's able to sell his terrible product line. He needs to be edgy. He needs to say, "Yeah, god damn it, right babe?" And, and stupid stuff like that to get people to follow him. It's all about views. You know, he does this, you know, bigger by the life. He does all these YouTube videos. You know, think about it. If this dude has all that money, all the money that he talks about, you don't need to do YouTube. You're doing it for the fame. You're doing it for the views. You're doing it to stay relevant. I mean, he's no spring chicken. I mean, he's not in his 20s. He's not a Boston Lloyd. Uh, You know, he's not in his 30s. And it's just like one nightmare after the other with Rich Piana. He's beefing with this person. He's beefing with that person. He gets all of a sudden within three months or whatever, he gets married to somebody. Oh, and then that person screws him over. All they want is a green card. Oh, then they get divorced because they were stealing his money. Now he's beefing with this person. Now Boston Lloyd's calling him out. Now he's calling Boston out. It's like it's like a fucking, you know, daytime talk show. It's like Jerry Springer or something. I don't get it. Like, I'm not following any of this. None of it makes sense. Like, how is this good for the industry? How does anybody want to follow what this guy says? How has the industry not shunned this guy out and just been like, Rich, you're an idiot. Get out of our industry. You don't belong here. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's really too bad because I've always said like reality TV is the most damaging form of entertainment there is because stupid people who are already prone to being stupid – will watch this and think that it's real and then emulate it because they like it because they don't realize it's not actually real. You don't try to emulate Family Guy. You don't try to emulate fucking, you know, Friends or because it's fake. You don't try to emulate those people. They're not real people. But when it's reality, people think it's real. Oh, this person's cool or whatever. On the, and, they, and they emulate it, you know, which makes – it's just – and it's it's almost like it's almost you mentioned WWE earlier, and it's almost what it's like. It's almost like NWO versus like back in the day when you had these like these groups. It's almost the same kind of thing where the groups and they all had a leader and they had like their little cronies behind them. They all wore the same shit and came out to the same music. You know, it's it's kind of like it's it's literally as if some PR guy that Rich Piana is paying an ass load to like was using some sort of WWE template to make Rich Piana you know famous because even the way Rich like addresses these things is kind of WWE-ish he's like he, he always he's always like 
he'll, he's always like, I'm going to beat their ass or I'm better than them in this. It's always like this overly positive, I'm the better one type stance, just like fucking WWE. And just with the, the MC and the five percenters and the way they dress the same and shit and the way they, the way they look and act, it is, it's like a fucking WWE show. It's like, it just seems like a, a fake TV show that people, that they're the way pl- he talks. Look right. at the way he talks. If if I'm pissed at you, do you really think that I'm going to talk like this and I wish that I would just smack the shit out of you and blah, 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 blah. He's he's It doesn't even make sense. When he's supposedly pissed at somebody, he doesn't even act pissed. Like most people, you know, they start talking faster. You know, their voice goes up a little bit. You know, they, they puff out their chest a little. They're leaning forward. Like they're getting into it. Like they're pissed. You know, they're, they might be bouncing a little bit. Their, their hands are moving. Rich sits there like, you know, like he's on some freaking downer and and he sits there like he's getting ready to drool on himself. I mean, he he shows no emotion when he gets pissed. It's it's like he's reading a script. I don't get it. Like it, I, it's it's all part of a show. I, I you know, and I'm going to stick by my word until somebody proves me wrong that this is legit how Rich Piana is. I'm calling it out that his entire life is a story. It's a fairy tale. Now, he has all the money in the world to create this fairy tale, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see your 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 point and I think I mean, honestly, at this point, I would say that it's the most likely scenario uh to be true or the closest one to the truth anyways. You know, it's just we'll see where it goes, I guess, because I think I don't know the other thing that makes it seem I don't, I'm not sure if you brought this up. I don't know, like like I said, I'm not really into those that that whole crap. I'm not at all. So, but I do feel as if the whole Rich Piana thing has over the last several at least weeks has like not been what it usually is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been kind of like in a lull. Uh and and this is a perfect way to you know you know get it out of that law. It's, it's like this this catapult because I don't know I haven't really heard a lot from Rich Piano lately. Like he's not popping up anywhere. He's not really there's not really anything going on with him. And uh, he doesn't have to. He he played this perfectly. He doesn't have to do anything. We're talking about it right now, and it happened you know days ago. It, it's it's part of his plan. He doesn't have to say anything. He can sit back and and write down what he's going to do next and and lay low because people are going to talk about it for the next you know week or two. So he doesn't have to say anything. Yeah, this he's he's you know dumb like a fox. I mean, this dude, he's he's extremely smart and and I'll give that to him. I don't think Rich is a dumb guy. Anybody who thinks that Rich is dumb, I think that they're only fooling themselves. And and Rich is laughing all the way to the bank. Rich is is brilliant because he's playing this off beautifully, and it's how he's done it throughout his entire career in the industry. I mean, Rich is a nobody. He's a washed-up bodybuilder who who couldn't do well on stage, so he went and he started, you know, being so honest to everybody about what he does, how he does it, what he takes, when he takes it, when he's going to the bathroom, what he's eating, you know, what his girlfriend looks like. I mean, he's he's just opening himself up because that's all he can do now. Because he never, he could never fulfill his his dream of being a legit bodybuilder. So now he has to create this this persona, just like he was in the WWE or or some other fake, uh, you know, industry. 
to create something that he couldn't do on himself the right way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just think it, it, it all just makes too much sense. It's too perfect to not be orchestrated. And uh, you know, I guess it's 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 it, it just sucks because like I yeah I wouldn't call Richard dumb. It, it's more of like a sleazy or like deceitful. I would call him something like that, not dumb. Yeah. I just no. think the way that he's going about it is almost like it's just kind of like it, it's almost like he's making money by selling drugs. Like it's not easy to be make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year selling drugs. There's risks involved. It's a lot of work, you know, whatever. Like, it's, it's not like you just get some drugs and sell them and you're a millionaire. Like, that's a hard thing to do. It's just not, like, honorable. First, you're providing drugs. You're breaking the law. You know, there's, and there's other things that go into it. So, like, he's – he's and, but you have to be smart. Like, nobody makes a million dollars dealing drugs without being smart in some way. Like, you have to be – like, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. So – it, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Like, not that Rich is breaking the law, or the, although it should be fucking criminal. Um, he's doing, he's making money and being very successful in, in a craft that's not, there's no honor in it or anything in any way. He's just kind of doing it at all costs. And it doesn't matter what effect it has or anything like that. He just doesn't, you know, it's it's all about him. Which I but guess you know that's, what? What, that's what business is, I guess. As, as a parent... And and as somebody who you know been in the industry for a while, uh, you know worked with companies, been at booths, and, and have seen the people that are around. I mean the boat, yeah, it's geared towards like the meatheads. I mean those are the people that are walking around taking all the supplements, loading up their backpacks, and they're selling it on eBay or Craigslist the next day. But you know it's families are going there. I mean I've seen you know. Super, super, not like newborns, like just popped out. Hey, you know, let's go to the expo. But babies there, kids there, uh, teenagers there. I mean, what what are we trying to show these people? I mean, it's not like a, a baseball game, which is like a true like family friendly event. But you know, you shouldn't go to to an expo and and have to worry about a fight breaking out between you know two gangs, so to speak, and, and crews. But uh, it's it's just ridiculous. Like, what what does this bring to the industry when you can't go to an expo without something stupid happening, a fight breaking out? What if what if kids were walking around there and all of a sudden, you know, during this mayhem, uh, this MMA dude who is easily upper two hundreds uh, in in weight, what if that dude just ends up, you know, stepping on a kid or or knocking a kid over? Uh, then what? Then what's gonna happen? You know, I. I don't understand why there's no word of, of repercussion for what's going to take place. Like, this isn't acceptable behavior. If, if these promoters and the IFBB NPC does not step in, then you know just damn well what this industry is about, and that's money. It's no longer about health and fitness and trying to change people's lives. It's only about money. The fact that nobody has said anything about any type of, of you know repercussion that's going to happen to Rich Piana or Mack Truck, I, I think it, that offends me. 
you know, as, as somebody who loves this industry and, you know, I wake up every day thinking that I'm doing the right thing for this industry and I'm exactly what this industry needs by putting out good content, you know, us doing this radio show, trying to talk about, uh, you know, different parts of the industry. And, and yes, some of that is negative, but that's the part that, that frustrates us. Like we want this industry to be what it was back in the day where, you could walk down an aisle of an expo and be shaking hands with everyone, and you're never, ever, ever going to think about somebody's going to be throwing a punch and hitting somebody in the face. That's that's the most absurd thing that, that I've ever seen in all of the expos that I've ever been to or heard about. I, I, don't, I don't understand why nothing is happening to Rich Piana. Why is he not banned from the LA Expo uh, moving forward? Why is he not banned from any type of expo in 2017 for the actions that were that that took place? I don't care if he started it, didn't start it. You know, something also needs to happen to Mack Truck. Maybe he's, uh, you know, thrown out or or banned from expos in 2017 as well. But the fact that nobody is talking about any type of repercussion for their actions, I think, is absurd. And you know, I I would like to hear a response from the promoter. And, and the IFBB NPC on the situation and what's going to happen and take place. The fact that they are just brushing it under the rug and collecting their money does not sit well with me. Imagine if it were any other person. I mean, come on now. It, it, this is a good example. This is like I, I, I tell people that money runs the country. There's no fucking president or any individual unless there's an ind- individual with an exorbitant amount of money. No, the money runs shit. That's how it goes. Money runs the country, and money runs this shit too. It's like the reason – money is power. The more money you have, the more power you have. Like, period. That's it. And it's like Rich has so much money, and he not, – not that he has so much money. He gets – the industry and these expos so much money that he's untouchable. You can't – they're not going to punish a guy who – is so valuable to them and and can have such a poor effect on them and and all this other stuff. I mean, let's be I mean I don't know, dude. I think Rich Piana could make a successful um bodybuilding organization. organization. I really think he could. Uh I mean, he's that popular. Like Lee Thompson, who is Lee Thompson? Nobody knows. Only the inner people and the higher-ups of bodybuilding know Lee Thompson. Everyone knows Rich Piana. If he started his own thing, he's like, I'll be there. It's going to have this. It's going to be fucking sick, god damn it. Like, it's going to be... People will go to that shit. Like, he has way too much power. And so he can pretty much do whatever the fuck he wants, you know? I think it's just... I always say that. Money is money is where the power is. Power, like, like degrees, you know, in other words, college degrees, um, like status positions all this shit is secondary to money money i mean look at rich rich has nothing no college degree no no accomplishments of any kind he's a he's i mean he's nothing all he has is money and he does whatever the fuck he wants you know and i think that's it's too bad but that's the way it is that's the way it goes Um, i mean if if they ban rich from the expos somebody's gonna fill the space that his expo booth takes up there's there's no shortage of people looking to to buy booth space. I mean, when I was with Metrex, our our VP forgot, and and I'll kind of air quote that, uh, to to sign up for our booth, and and it was with Metrex, and and I remember our event coordinator had to go back and beg 
to try and get a booth. And they were like, they're all sold out. Like if somebody pulls out, we can try and slot you in. But, you know, it's it's sold out. Like we have nothing available for you. I mean, people are are waiting to get in line to get a booth. And and if they get rid of Rich, hey, no, no skin off their back. Somebody's going to pay pay the VIG and and get the booth spaced. I mean, they're not going to have to worry about that. Will, will the five percenter crew, you know, out in uh, America not fly in to go to an expo? Yeah, they, they probably won't. But I don't see that being a huge deterrent in terms of taking money away from the event and the promoters and, and the IFBB and, and everybody else. I just don't see that being the case. But I just don't understand why, you know, if it's money related, why, why they're not punishing Rich. Uh, they can fill his booth. And and quite frankly, the people that are going to to the expo to see Rich, they're not there to go to, you know, the the Muscle Tech or Body Fortress or Ergogenics or whoever's there. They're not going to see them. They're going to go hang out with Rich because that's that's their their cult following. So I don't I don't think it would be a bad thing for them to be punished. I, I think something needs to happen. The way that Rich has acted over the last, you know, less than 24 months is absurd. I mean, he's, he acts like a clown. Why, why is he not being punished for, for the actions that he takes? I don't understand if anybody yeah, else, I, I think if, you're completely underestimating the, the, I mean, who's going to fill his booth. Who's going to pay that. Who's going to pay that much. Who's going to pay that much for a booth and then draw the same crowd. There's nobody who's gonna do that. Bodybuilding.com. Like who's gonna? Like, there's nobody to do that. It doesn't have to be the size of his booth, though. He but he that's pays all they care for about. multiple booths. Right. Yeah. But he, so let's say his booth is is six booths. There there will be six people that will want to go get a booth there. Right. And their overall the the, the number of fans that come and see them is gonna be one one hundredth of who's gonna come. I mean, you've been to these expos. Rich is the biggest booth at any expo. The, yeah, not maybe not the physically the biggest, but as far as like traffic, he's number one. Without the Baileys there anymore, he's nobody has the crowd around their booth that Rich Piana does. So even I mean, yeah, you're right. You could you could sell them out to six people or whatever or three people, you know, and get you know get that money, and then you could. But the the number of people, even if you were to do that, you would not the the number of people they bring in would not even be close. You know, if you had like. It's just I don't know. I, I think that maybe you could be maybe you're right, but they just don't see it that way. But I just think I I have I'm confident that the reason that Rich Pound doesn't get punished and everyone acts like they like him, it's just money. Money is everything. He can he can hurt he can hurt um sadly, he can hurt people's credibility. He can I mean think about this. Dave Plumbo may not admit it. But if Rich Piana goes out on YouTube and bashes species nutrition, oh, that doesn't matter. But yes, it does. There are so many guys that are supplement-taking people, obviously, that watch millions and millions of supplement-taking people, kids mostly, watching that. And they believe everything Rich says. So if he says, fuck that guy, blah, 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 then you have like... That's terrible for Dave Palumbo because none of those five million. Now he would say it doesn't matter this and that. It's like okay, like then say what you think about him for real. That's why you won't because he has too much money, too much power, too much influence, and that's what that's what I mean. Whether they're right or not, which is your case, 
I just think that's how they feel about it. And unfortunately, that's what garners the respect and money. That type of fucking... It's the same way like Louis Marco knows all the pros or, you know, anything else. It's like once you get a certain level of following, you become dangerous to other people in, in different ways, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, not to discredit Rich. he's He's got one hell of a following. But, you know, I... I think that if if we want to turn this industry around, okay, maybe maybe we're gonna to have to take a hit and and lose a bit of, you know a little bit of money. I mean, right now we're we're the laughing stock. L- look at the uh, that uh, oh crap, what was he? He wasn't German. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whoever the bodybuilder was who who smacked the judge, the MC, um, that made national news. It was all over the place. Ah, oh, psychotic bodybuilder hates judge. Blah. I, I mean, really, do we need any more shit against our industry? They already think that we're a bunch of juiced up knuckleheads that we drag our fucking knuckles across the street when we walk around. And all we do <laughs> is eat protein and fart. We can't go to Planet Fitness because we have muscles. And apparently, you know, we, we offend people and make people uncomfortable because we actually care about our bodies. It's it's fucking retarded. I can't I can't understand why we want any more attention on this industry that is negative that's going to hurt our industry. Why do we put up with this? Like why why are there a handful of people out there that are pissed off and going to social media and going on YouTube, going on Facebook, going on podcasts and saying Rich Piana is a knucklehead and we're not going to put up for this. Like this is the dumbest thing ever. I don't understand why more people aren't up in arms saying we want something done with this. This is not our industry. This is not, you know, he is not the type of person that we want representing this industry and and just go berserk. I don't understand why people's heads aren't exploding about the the stupid nonsense that Rich Piana has been doing over the last year or better yet his entire career. I, I don't I don't understand like maybe maybe I'm weird maybe I'm maybe I'm the problem maybe I think that this industry is something that it's not maybe maybe it is all just a a joke and a laughing stock and a skit and and Rich Piana is just playing us all I I don't I don't know I don't get it I don't understand why people aren't livid with what's going on with our industry right now and not just the the fitness industry the, you know competition and competitors but the supplement side of the industry. I mean, you have people who follow these supplement companies. They get nailed for something. They're tainting their products or they spike their products or they get hit with uh, you know, something because they're uh, false advertising or whatever the case may be. And these momos go back and they freaking buy the products after all this happens. <laughs> oh, I can't believe they're spiking the products. Here, take my fucking money again. I'm stupid. I don't get it. Like, are, are you kidding me right now? Like – I don't understand why people aren't livid with what's going on with our industry right now. If you're looking looking at it and going, "Oh yeah, this looks like a legit. This look, this is a pretty good industry. I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I might make a career out of this. This this looks very uh, very nice. Like you're out of your mind. I <laughs> I I just I wake up thinking, how can I make this industry better? And then I look at people like Rich Piana. I go, he's literally destroying everything that I'm trying to build and making me look like a joke. Everything that he does makes all of us look like a bunch of idiots. Yeah, that I I totally agree with. And I think that it's 
I don't think it's it's only why aren't people livid. It's why aren't people admitting that they're livid. Um, I doubt highly that Dave Palumbo would disagree with anything you just said. However, publicly, he loves Rich. We get along great. He's just doing his, you know, this is like, come on. Let's be serious. Like, come on. That That's just, it's just, like I said, people are afraid of the guy. Not physically, but they're popular wise. They're afraid of the guy. And that's why they don't, you know, they don't say anything and they don't speak their mind how they would. You ask Dorian Yates what he thinks of that guy. You'll get a real answer. You'll get what everyone's actually, he'll say he's a, he's a fucking fuckwit. He's, you know, he's the worst thing for the industry. They guarantee you that's what Dorian Yates would say. Because he doesn't give it. He actually tells the truth. Unlike almost anyone else in this industry. In public, I'm saying. Uh, I'm not saying that people don't tell the truth, you know. I'm not saying Dave doesn't tell the truth, you know, in his real life. But in public, people have to, you know, bend the truth to, to keep things a certain way, unfortunately. But I agree with everything you said. It's it's a joke. I mean, Dave really has – he's a media outlet, so he has to he has to walk that fine line. You know, it's not like he's going to be like, oh, I agree with what Rich did. Yeah, I, I think he – you know, whatever happened there, I, I think Rich was asking him to go out to dinner. And, you know, the guy misheard him. And, you know, he thought that he said, I just fucked your girlfriend. So he got smacked in the face like – Oh, yeah. Like he's he's not going to like play that. He's not going to hate him. He's not going to love him. He's going to walk that fine line where he's going to say, I, I don't agree with what he did, but and then he's going to go off and everything that he said prior, you know, that but is going to, you know, negate. And it, it means nothing at that point. You know, he has to walk that fine line. And I get it. I get it. I understand why he has to do that. You know, it's the same reason why he had to stick to his guns with Kevin Lavroni. He wasn't going to flip-flop in the middle and say, uh, yeah, I said he was going to win. I don't think he's even going to place top five. I don't think he's going to place top ten. In fact, I think he's going to place dead last based off of what I'm hearing. He's, he's not going to do that. He has to walk that line because he's that media persona, um, and I get that. But I, I just don't understand how how this industry, you know, where, where we think that we're going to go. Like wh- where do we go from here? Uh, I mean are, are we on, you know, life support yet? Because I think we're freaking there. I, I don't I think we barely have a heartbeat. I mean, we're the laughing stock of of you know health and fitness. Who who wants to yeah. come into our industry looking at what, what's going on these days? Yeah, unfortunately, uh unfortunately you're right. And I do have we do our uh we're gonna get a little bit of collaboration with the rock this coming year, so maybe that will be a step in the right direction, although there's so many steps in the wrong direction, who knows? But Anyways, that's that's about 50 minutes on fucking Rich Piana. So let's move on to uh, we want to talk about bodybuilding.com and Amazon. Now I just wanted to throw this out there for younger listeners. Um, that makes me sound old. I'm really not that old, but the I know that, and this is back probably. I'm thinking like 2008 was the last time this happened, um, and by then it was either starting to it was starting to hinder it was starting to like wane then. Uh, 2007 or 2007 was like its peak. Uh, bodybuilding.com, like people, the young people now think of bodybuilding.com as what it is now. Uh, bodybuilding.com once had the greatest Olympia preview show in the entire industry by not even, it's not even close. I can't even think of a second place to bodybuilding.com's Road to the Olympia series with Bob Chicarillo. So this series, essentially Bob Chicarillo, bodybuilding.com, flew him all around the country 
And he would he would literally in person go to each gym of each, like not each, but he would do like ten of the top competitors in the Olympia, and he would like hang out at their gym with them. He he would do like a sit down. He would he would watch them train. He'd be in the gym with them training right next to him, and between the sets, ask them questions. And then afterwards, they would sit down and have a full interview about the upcoming show, how was the off season, and I'm talking about like a, a you know hour and a half long video where he's training right in the trenches with him, asking him questions and everything, and then a sit down with with like Johnny Jackson, Branch Warren, Ronnie J, fucking Melvin, you know uh, Troy, like it's like Gustavo, all the top guys. Can you imagine that today? Can you imagine a fucking program? Let's say. You know, IronMagazine.com has the road to the Olympia. Jeff Roberts goes to the top fucking, not that I'm Bob Chickrell, I'm not saying that, but go, goes to all the top bodybuilders. Iron Mag flies them around the country. He interviews all of them in depth, in the trenches with them. It's like, it's a, it was like the best case scenario for a preview show. And this was on Bodybuilding.com. Uh, you can't even like find him anymore. Like the, it's, it's so old, like the format of the video is off. And it's just not right. And the extra long extended ones I used to watch are no no longer even there. So, but yeah, like this was this is what bodybuilding.com used to be. They even had one for the Iron Man. They had one for the 2008 Iron Man. They had Johnny. They had uh man, some guys. A lot of the guys don't even compete anymore. You know, Johnny Jackson. Uh, what was that one guy's name? I can't think. You know, they had Bill Wilmore. You know, all these guys. Silvio Samwell. And it was like full training session with. Like one-on-one training session with Bob and asking questions. It was, and then 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 the sit down, you know, and uh, what it's become since then is just like. That's why I bring it up. I feel like the young kids watching this who don't who've never experienced that are probably like, what? That was what, like I don't know. Like maybe I'm just a bodybuilding nerd, um, but I just feel like that there's nothing even close to that anymore. And bodybuilding.com is nothing. Like where did it go? Where did that shit go? I think it got swallowed by social media, but I don't know. Um, and but and now you're telling me, and you you kind of know more about this side of the game than I do, that Amazon is starting to like heavily encroach on their business, and you know basically are they're giving them a beating. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I'm a little flustered. My pre-workout exploded on me. I was in a frenzy <laughs> with this Rich Piana thing. I was shaking the shit out of my shaker. Next thing it explodes. I'm sitting here drenched. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those nights. Fucking Rich Piana. It's it's finger painting and pre-workouts exploding on me. It's 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 one of those nights. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean. When I was with Metrex, I worked with the, the bodybuilding.com account, and, and we heard all the time that Amazon was just crushing them, crushing them, crushing them, you know, while bodybuilding.com was, you know, trying to open up just one new warehouse. Amazon had like five new in, in the amount of time that um, bodybuilding would open up one, and, and I remember bodybuilding.com had a warehouse in uh, Nevada, uh, just outside of Las Vegas. Uh, I think it's uh, Sparks actually was was where it was, and uh, oh no, I'm sorry, Sparks was ours. Reno is um, where Bodybuilding.com has theirs, and Amazon literally, you know, just a few miles away, put one of their warehouses for for their DC, you know, for their distribution center and and for their fulfillment, and everybody left and and went over to Amazon because they're paying more, 
And and I remember every time that we would run a promotion, bodybuilding.com would be like, you guys have to do better than that. And and I would be like, well, why? Well, you know, Amazon's pricing is, is better than that. Like, well, I, I'm not working on the Amazon account. Like, I don't I don't understand what what this has to do with anything. I'm not talking about Amazon. And they, they even said a few times where when they would be setting up new new products, they would look at Amazon and they would say, hey, well, uh, you know, Amazon's selling it for this. You know, why can't we get that price? And Amazon's a completely different beast. Like Amazon, they'll work off of five points. So, you know, with with with, you know, their margins being five percent, you, you can't compete. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're bodybuilding.com, Tiger Fitness, uh, Supplement Warehouse, you know, GNC.com. I don't care. You are not going to survive off of five points. It's not going to happen. Amazon, they can because you know why? When people go to Amazon, they're buying the protein powder. They're buying the paper towels. They're buying a backpack for the kid. They're buying shoelaces because their kid just took the shoelaces off and lost them. They're buying pencils. They're buying uh, facial cream. They're buying hair products. They're buying – you, you get you get what I'm saying. They're buying everything else. So they can make full margin on other items but try and take over the, the sports nutrition side of, of their industry by you know squeezing their margins and, and be doing a power play. And eventually they're just going to eat up – Basically, all the sales, I mean, bodybuilding.com is hurting right now. And as are all the other, uh, you know, mom and pops are hurting because of Amazon. Uh, Tiger Fitness seems to be doing okay. I, I don't know their numbers as well as I know bodybuilding.com. But, I mean, bodybuilding.com in December, uh, what was it, like two weeks before Christmas, laid off like 90 employees in, in Boise, Idaho. And, and you know, the reasoning – for doing it two weeks before Christmas was, ah, well, we don't want our, our employees to go out and, and overspend and become, you know, go in debt. And then all of a sudden holidays are over and then we let them go. Uh, so I, I can see both ways of, of how they took, you know, did that and how it all let out and took place. But the fact that they're letting people go 90 people, you know, that says something they, they can't afford to have those people. And it's not a matter of, ah, well, we were overstaffed. We didn't need those people. I know the people that they let go. And and they have key roles at bodybuilding.com. So it's I, – I hate to see bodybuilding.com go and, and kind of go under or be sold or whatever. But there has been a changing of the tide. Uh, I remember back in the day, and this was probably, wow – 12, 13 years ago or so, um, when I was talking with Ryan DeLuca and, and working content on his website, and his vision was to go out and help people, and their vision is no longer to go out and help people. Uh, you know, They used to do a whole bunch of stuff with, with their customers, with people who just go to their site. Uh, you know, he, he wanted to have the content side of the business as the forefront and then, oh, hey, by the way, you just read about protein powder. We sell protein powder. You can just head over to our store and buy it. It was brilliant. I mean, he, he you know, ate it up. I mean, he owned the industry for a while. And then it's like they lost touch of of that personal touch, that personal care, that, you know, one-on-one feeling, that relationship that you have with your customers. That went to the wayside. Adios, goodbye. And people were buying just based off of price. Well, once that switched and there was no relationship between the the retailer, you know, the e-commerce, bodybuilding.com, and the consumers, in comes Amazon. Okay, cool. 
you have no relationship and and no ties and no loyalty to this website because you're price shopping now because you're not getting that personal experience where you feel warm and fuzzy giving somebody your money because they're making you feel a certain way. Now it's all money. Cool. We'll work off of five points. We're just going to take all of your customers and we're going to switch them over to ours. And and that's what's been happening. And, and for the last year, Amazon's just been beating the piss out of bodybuilding.com. I mean, I if I had to guess – and and if you remember, uh, Jeff, I was telling you that I don't think Metrax is is going to be around, you know, within three years. And literally, uh, I can't remember. Was it two days ago? One day ago? Last night? I don't know. I'm all my days are mixed together. Um, the Carlisle Group, who owns Metrax, is uh, they brought in a uh, a company to try and sell NBTY. So. So I'm, I clearly was onto something there. So I'm going to just roll that over to bodybuilding.com. I don't think bodybuilding.com is going to be what we know of, of bodybuilding.com these days. Uh, within the next two years, they're going to be either sold off or somebody's going to you know buy them, switch the name maybe. Maybe they'll keep the same name. But bodybuilding.com today is not going to be bodybuilding.com in two years. Either, either they're going to completely go away or – Somebody's going to buy them out and and try and change things. Probably if if they're smart, back to the way that they were, where there's that relationship with the customer. And unfortunately, I don't think it's going to work out. You have TigerFitness.com, who is great with getting that relationship, like what Bodybuilding.com had back in the day. And and Mark is a great guy. I mean, Mark Mark Lubliner, he was he was at Bodybuilding.com. You know, at that point, he was with Salvation, and he worked hand in hand with Bodybuilding.com, and he knew exactly how they ran their business. And he took their old model and he switched it over when he became the CFO of TigerFitness.com. And now they are giving that you know, customer satisfaction, that relationship that the customers want to have. I mean, holy shit. Mark was out uh, over the holidays hand-delivering products at you know some of their different uh, DCs around the country. And he was like, oh, if anybody buys today, I will personally hand-deliver the, the product before Christmas. And sure as shit, he did. He would roll up. He would walk out. Here, here's your box. Nice to meet you. Want a photo? Want me to sign your box? Hey, that's cool. I appreciate your business. Have a good holiday. Boom. He's back in the, the vehicle. They're off to the next stop. That is cool as hell. Like that is a story. That's something that if, if Mark knocked on my door and he said, hey, here's your order, buddy. Good to see you. We appreciate your business. Thank you for being loyal to Tiger Fitness. You know, Have a good day. I, I, I'd be like, I don't even know what I would say. I don't think I would be able to say anything. I probably wouldn't have. I couldn't even open my mouth. I'd be so shocked. I certainly um, wouldn't go to a, I certainly wouldn't go to another site the next time I bought supplements. That's for sure. No, but it's and that's like the whole that's, point, you know. That's yeah. loyalty. I wouldn't if he if he if he rolled up on my house like that and was really polite and gave me my shit. Like, I, I mean, you know damn well I'm gonna go there again or at least feel very bad about not going there again. Exactly, and, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, bodybuilding.com has changed so much over the years. They got too big, too fast, and they had to hire a whole bunch of people a whole bunch of customer service people, a whole bunch of warehouse crew. I mean, they, they just blew up and, and they lost touch with their customers because all they were worried about were filling orders, getting them out the door. And, and if you look on their website, all they cared about, and it was the, the, the big printing at the top of the website said, you know, a million orders shipped or something like that. And, and, you know, Mark with, with his marketing, he put on, uh, on tiger fitness and, and I don't quote me on this, but it's something like, here you're not just a number or, or something similar. 
and and he's he's basically saying, you know, look, you know, you are somebody to us. You're not a number. You're not one of that million, you know, plus orders that were shipped out. You're Tim, you're Jeff, you're Matt, you're Mike, you're Bob, you're Sally, you're Susie, you're so-and-so. Like, we care about you. And and that's where bodybuilding.com is failing. They they are losing that customer experience, that customer loyalty, because they aren't caring for their customers anymore. They're putting out content, and and quite frankly, their content blows lately. It's it's absolutely horrendous. Um, and I'm not saying that because I, you know, I was one of their writers and I don't write for them anymore. Uh, it, it's just, it's my personal feeling right now. I'm looking at the emails that I get on a daily basis and the content is shit. It's the same stuff. How many different ways can you slice a pie and say, Hey, uh, five ways to build your chest up. And then the next day, three exercises that you never knew could build your chest. It's the same shit. Just reworded. It's, it's boring. It's annoying. And that's why I always say yeah, who like, that, who, who writes that shit? Who even think like, I want to meet the guy who sits there in his suit and says, but that's good. That's what we need. Like what? That like, you're right. That content is like, what are you doing? That's not you know, even like, that's, that's as bad as M. That's maybe worse than MD. MD posts fucking post articles that were in MDs from in like 2009. Cause I read every MD back in those days. So I'll see shit on there. That was like, they'd be like how, uh, they had a Ronnie Rocco one on there. Not too long ago. That's from that's like a seven year old article that was in their magazine, just being rehashed, like craziness. But yeah, bodybuilding.com has horrible. It's just horrible. It's it's not even content. It's like time filler shit. <laughs> their best days for content was when Chris Gethin and some of you might be going, why do I know that name? He has you know, cage muscle now. Um, he was their editor. And then he left. He went back overseas to the UK. Then he came back to the United States, worked a little bit with bodybuilding.com. But then he started up his cage muscle. And actually, he started off with his uh, that. Uh, oh, man, he had a, a chili type of soup, a chicken noodle soup. It was like Gethin Nutrition or, or something like that. Um, huh. it, it was like little cups that you filled with water. You threw them in the microwave. It was, you know, no preservatives, nothing, you know, no dyes, no colors, no artificial flavors, whatever. Um, and that was kind of cool, but then that's when he started the, the cage muscle supplement line. But when he was editor, I swear to God, that was the best content that I've ever seen. And I mean, they were putting out content regularly. I mean, I was busting out, I couldn't even tell you how many articles every month that they were publishing. And I was like one of, I couldn't even tell you how many writers they had. Uh, I mean, literally they were like the, the place to go for content. And now these days, and, and personally, they started it. Yeah, exactly. And they started bodybuilding media. They started it. They start. They had the first radio show with Dan and Bob. They had the first that Road to the Olympia that I was just describing, the greatest pre-Olympia series ever I've ever seen in the bodybuilding industry. Can't even think of a second. That was the first of its kind. They had written interviews. I remember they had a Lee Priest interview written, Nasser Awesomebody. They had written pro interviews at that site. All of it. Stem like that had never been done before. I mean, it's been it'd been done in other industries, sure, but not in all, not in ours. So it, it it was they started the whole thing, and with them starting to like crumble, so like it, it's almost it's sad in a way. It's as if we're 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 losing the beginning, literally and figuratively. We're losing what got us there. Yeah, I I mean, if if they're treating their writers the way that they treated some of us when i finally said i'm done writing for you guys uh it's no wonder their content blows 
nobody nobody probably wants to write for them anymore. Um, and, and I'm not going to throw the, the guy's name out, but he's boring as hell to talk to. He's got the driest voice. He has no humor whatsoever. Uh, he's he's currently their editor. To get a response back from that guy on anything is like pulling teeth. You're not going to get it. And and if he treated all the writers the way that that he treated me towards the end, it's that's why their content sucks and why everybody else is is crushing them on content these days. And it and it's not content just the written you know articles. I mean we're talking about media as well, podcasts, uh, YouTube, everything. I mean bodybuilding.com is getting the shaft. They're getting hammered by everybody from all sides. I mean and I still believe and we said it. Last year, I still believe that Iron Mag is the greatest site for content out there. You're not going to find as wide of a range of topics like you do on Iron Mag. And, and you know, I'm going to stick by that. And it's not just because I'm a writer. If, if you go there, you, you see stuff about uh, anabolics, you know, steroids, nutrition, supplements, the lifestyle, like, health. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so diverse in the topics covered. You are not going to go to any other site. I will put Iron Mag up to Tiger Fitness, Bodybuilding.com, you name a site, and I will put Iron Mag up up against them any not day even. of the week. Yeah, not even. I mean, so in regards to articles in writing, it's not even close. I agree with you. Although, like, we don't have, like, really a lot of videos and stuff, although um, the last rep is kind of a video radio show. It's pretty good. That's is post on Iron Mag because we sponsor it. Uh, we we don't really. I mean, Iron Mag sponsors it. You know what I'm saying? They sponsor Muscle the RX morning. shows. Yeah. They all. They, yeah, the RX shows, the the MD shows. So that's kind of our our. That's kind of uh, Iron Mag's way of helping the industry. Um, they. I mean, I mean, honestly, Iron Mag is like right now is Iron Mag is basically keeping bodybuilding media together it's like the glue uh so but the articles are a different story the articles i don't think if you i don't think it's even close because the reason is it's so varied because not because it's it's like we have to choose different topics or whatever just because we're all such different writers you have you you have kind of like a you're, you're more like functional writing like you can take things out of them immediately um and they go and yours run the gamut too uh, and then you have like mike arnold who is is a like a doctor basically you know he's a brilliant guy you know what i mean and then i have more of like a i try to question things and make people think about things they already perceive to be true or whatever so we all have different styles and we all write about different things which creates this dynamic of like just unlimited different kinds of articles that you can you know you can read uh so i agree i don't think anyone even comes close not in this industry of the 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 writing prowess of iron magazine i don't think it's even close uh, i would agree with that but um you know i just look at the timer and we're already out of time so we don't really have time for our showstopper but we did have a showstopper in mind maybe we'll just pocket that one until the next time um because unless I'm reading this number, this uh, clock wrong, we're over an hour. We are, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely over an hour. Yeah, so. Um, that, we'll leave a cliffhanger we'll, for, for next episode. Yeah, we, uh, well, our our um, showstopper this week is going to be 
the essentially not to be not to be an average person, you know, just to just just realize that being average is not something that is um, required of you, I guess. It, it's not. It's you don't have to be. It's it's not that hard to not be average. It's not that. It, it just it just takes you know focus and knowing that things are possible. Um, it, it's don't think that you know I want to do this and it's something like when you're a kid you know you have these these dreams that are they're they're so ambitious and then people be, you become an adult and it's like those dreams now instead of being ambitious about them you're like thinking about how they're impossible. Uh, which is unfortunate because if it were the, if it were the other way around or we had that you know childlike ambition as an adult way more people would have great success You there? Oh yeah, I, it sounded like you cut out for a second. I was like, "Uh-oh, like is he there?" Oh but yeah, no, I, I mean, I think let's 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 end with that. Um and then we'll we'll get more into depth of of this for next episode we kind of went way over today and i think there's a lot that we can say about about the show stopper yep no doubt about it so guys that brings us to, brings us to the end of another episode of central bodybuilding episode 77 i am jeff roberts don't forget to check out ironmaglabs.com ironmagazine.com i almost forgot my advertisement um you can use coupon code Jeff15, G-E-O-F-F-1-5, for 15% off a checkout at ironmagazine.com, or ironmaglabs.com, rather, or ironmagresearch.com. Uh, research chemicals, peptides, all that good stuff over there. Highest quality you can find. Same goes for the pro hormones and supplements on the Iron Mag side, Iron Mag Labs. Uh, check out Iron Magazine, of course. It's what Matt and I were just discussing. The best... Best articles on the, in the entire industry, no doubt about it. Um, the best selection, the best everything. So check that out. Spend some money on Iron Mag Labs, Iron Mag Research. Um, not only does it support this show, but it supports just about every other show in the entire industry. So maybe take that into account when you're deciding which of many supplements to take. And um, with that, we come to the end of another episode. I am Jeff Roberts for Matt Wyke. And we will see you guys next week.